the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Rachel Gilbert. Welcome to the London Free Press Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert. The Canadian Association of Chiefs of Police is asking for an urgent meeting with Canada's premiers to address police officer safety in the wake of nine Canadian officers being killed in the line of duty in the last six months. So today I'm talking with London Free Press crime reporter Dale Carruthers about the letter and what they're asking for and how incidents here in London are highlighting the need for some reforms. Hi, Dale. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me today, Rachel. Of course. Yeah. Well, you're the you're the expert on this for sure. So let's just go over just in general. What what did the letter say and what are they asking for? Yeah, so the, the letter um, from this uh, police association, they represent over 60,000 uh, police leaders in Canada from all the provinces and territories. They're asking for an urgent meeting with the premiers to address several issues. One of them is um, the risk facing officers um, and the other has to do with bail reform, an issue we're hearing a lot about lately. And then the third issue is gun and drug related crimes. So they're all kind of linked, uh, these three issues. And they say that um, essentially policing in the country's at a crossroads and these issues need to be addressed. So the statistics in your story say that nine police officers have died in the line of duty in Canada across the country in the last six months, which seems astounding to me. How does that kind of compare to other years? Yeah, it's 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 a significant increase from past years. Um, and of course, one of those deaths happened here in southwestern Ontario. That was an OPP officer who was fatally shot on December 27th um, near Hagersville. Um, responding to a vehicle in a ditch. Two people have been charged with first-degree murder in that case. And the other ones were all over Canada. Um, and yeah, it's, it's unprecedented to have this many police deaths in the line of duty in this short a period of time. So that's really raising um, the alarm um, and showing just how dangerous the job of policing has become. And then it also touches on these other issues they've raised. Uh, the issue of bail reform is a big one because some of these individuals charged in the death of these police officers were on bail at the time um, and under weapons bans. That was the case with one of the suspects in the Southwestern Ontario case. Mm -hmm. Um, He had been released on bail, facing charges, uh, possession of a firearm, uh, assaulting police, and he was initially held in custody and then a second bail review was done and he was granted bail. And um, he wasn't allowed to have weapons, it was one of his conditions. So um, when you have cases like that, that prompts the question, is there a problem with the bail system? And a lot of police unions and even politicians say that we need to review the bail system and there needs to be some sort of bail reform um, to make it harder for individuals charged with repeat violent offenses or serious gun crimes um, have a higher threshold to be granted bail. Okay, I was going to say, what have, what exactly have they asked for? But just um, a tougher tougher way to get granted bail, I guess. Often they, they ask for what's called a reverse onus. And that's where the defendant has to make their case as to why um, they should be released on bail and why they don't uh, pose a public safety risk. Whereas mm-hmm. the opposite, it's the Crown's job to prove that. So it's a little harder to make the case. But when it's reverse onus, it's harder to get uh, granted bail. Mm, okay. Um, and so here in London, I, I wanted to touch on because it's not just the deaths, of course. In London, we had two officers who were injured um, in a shooting on Kipps Lane just recently, like in the last month. Um, yeah. So that's kind of to to us here in this area, highlighting the reasons for asking for this, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a case that really um, highlights uh, the problem and the complexity of the issue as well. There were two officers, they're members of the London Emergency Response Unit, and they were taking part in a standoff with a homicide suspect last month at a Kipps Lane high rise. And they were shot with a single shot from a shotgun. And they're both seriously injured. One of them spent more than a week in the hospital. It's the first time uh, London police officers have been shot in the line of duty in almost two decades. So this is a really rare thing. Um, and the police chief held a press conference after, and she released some more details about that case and said the individual charged um, wasn't licensed to have that long gun that she said was used in the shooting. So it goes back to unlicensed uh, firearms mm -hmm. um, posing a danger to police officers. And so what what are because the, the letter is asking for maybe a tougher, more crackdowns and tougher restrictions on owning a gun as well. Right. How, what do they say about that? They don't go too deep into what they're asking for. That will come at the discussions, I think, where they just okay. outline the concerns and uh, gun violence was one of them. Um, gang and drug activity, which is tied to firearms, um, mm -hmm. is a major issue. And so they said they want to discuss that more. And it, it's a wide ranging issue. Uh, so I don't know exactly what their points will be, what they want um, to see done in that area. But um, it's one of the topics they want to discuss with the premiers. Um, the Association of the Chiefs of Police president is actually a police chief of Winnipeg. Uh, Danny Smith. And he said in your story, quote, degradation of discourse around policing and police funding. Um, it, what, what does he mean by that? Is there a degradation of discourse around around just police in general and how much we pay them and the costs of, of policing in Canada? Yeah, absolutely. It's a really um, divisive issue, uh, policing. There's the whole defund police movement saying put less money into police and more money into mental health supports and other outreach. Um, meanwhile, police keep asking for larger budgets so they can hire more officers because they're dealing with um, uh, understaffing issues. They're struggling to get to call the call, uh, longer wait times. So people want a faster police response, but sometimes they don't want to um, increase the policing budget. So Police uh, say they need to expand so they can provide these services and continue to offer a level of policing that's consistent. But there's some people who say that the money would be better spent elsewhere. Um, and so that, that's really the big debate right now. In London, there's a request to hire dozens of more police officers because call times have been increasing here. Uh, there's been cases where London police have struggled to have the minimum number of officers um, as required in a collective agreement. Yeah. on the job um, up to 10 percent of police officers in the city uh, are off the job for a, a range of reasons from uh, mental health issues and various leaves so staffing is definitely an issue and this isn't a, just a london issue we're seeing this all across the country mm -hmm. um, but some people and say this is these are issues we can't police our way out of they're systematic so it's really complicated and uh, complicated it doesn't look like there's issue. any easy solution so why are they asking um, all of the premiers in Canada? I mean, why, why are they asking the premiers specifically? I think because the issues we experience here are similar to the issues police in Toronto experience, Vancouver, um, towns across uh, the country that are policed by the OPP or the RCMP. It's just, it's, it's this consistent problem in every community with uh, crime rates, drug addiction, mental health issues, mm -hmm. and uh, police are the people who get called to deal with these issues. And um, so they're the ones dealing with it. And so 
it's a policing problem. Uh, and that's why they want to speak with these premiers to address it and get the ball rolling on finding some sort of solutions. We know that here in London, every every uh, every budget time at City Council, the police budget is presented. It is highly scrutinized every year. They're always asking for an increase for more officers. We need a lot more money for for exactly the types of things that you mentioned. So why now? Why are they asking for all of this now? Why are they asking for this meeting now? Why is it urgent now? Because they've said this is an urgent request. Yeah, I think the urgency is just based on the number of police officers who've been killed recently, the growing calls for bail reform. Um, Federal Conservative Party has tabled, I think, two bail reform bills that haven't made it through the House of Commons. So it's, it's a political issue now. It's really timely. Everyone's talking about it. Police unions are pushing hard for it. Um, every time there's one of these incidents, you go on social media and you just see all the reaction. Um, so it's a really heated discussion too, right? And that was yeah. kind of highlighted in the letter, some of the language being used. Uh, there is hostility towards police at a level I haven't seen before in my over a decade reporting on policing. Um, so it, it's... It's, there's so many moving parts to this issue. I think we're just trying to call attention to it and get the conversation started in a more constructive manner rather than people arguing over social media about the issues, trying to take some concrete steps and address it at a political level, because that's where the changes will ultimately be made. Yeah. Speaking of the the political level, I think in your, in your story, it, it might have been Chief Smythe, but correct me or Smith, if I'm if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong said that, you know, we're seeing a lot of a discourse here that's very similar to what was already happening in the States. And it's kind mm-hmm. of moved northward. Is that what you're is that what he's talking about? Is that what you yeah. see here, too, in your report? Yeah, he's referring to the, the, the deaths of the officers. That's something that we see more common in the United States. Obviously, they have a significantly larger population. And you think of Canada as a safer place. There's less access to firearms. But I mean, now you're seeing nine officers killed in a short time period. Um, So it's really showing that this isn't just an American problem. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is a problem here, violence against police, guns and drugs in communities, uh, mental health issues. Um, These problems are problems in Canada and we have to acknowledge them. Can you put the deaths into into perspective for us? Do we know how many deaths have occurred uh, for police officers in previous years? Nine is, is a lot in just six months. Yeah, I, I don't have that statistic. It's something that's not tracked. Um, the media would track it loosely, sure. but it's yeah. an unprecedented number. That's for sure. Just mm-hmm. like I said, the shooting of the two London police officers was the first in uh, two decades. So that just shows how rare it is for a police officer to be shot on the job. And the OPP officer who was fatally shot last year, it was the first time in over a decade, a uh, OPP officer has been killed in Southwestern Ontario. So the these are rare occurrences. And so they really um, are significant when they do happen. OK, well, what are what are some of the next steps? The letter was just um, made public on Tuesday of this week. Has there been a response yet? There hasn't been a response yet. Um, I expect that um, the premiers will respond and I'm sure they'll take this meeting. Um, there's been uh, other letters sent out from various uh, police forces and police unions. Um, recently, the London Police Service Board and the now retired chief, Steve Williams, sent a letter um, to Justin Trudeau urging him to um, change the criminal code uh, to implement some form of bail reform. And uh, that was responded to. Uh, the, pre- uh, the 
Um, Trudeau's office said that they are doing everything they can. They're looking into and they hear their concerns. Mm -hmm. So this is just one of many letters that are going out to politicians at all levels to take some action. So the letters are happening now. The meetings will be set up and we'll see what comes of that. Okay. well, we'll definitely watch your reporting on that. I'm sure you'll have it for us at LFPress.com. Thank you so much, Dale. Thank you.